Welcome to r slash pro revenge where OP goes full John Wick on the thief who stole her puppy. Our first Reddit post is from Punk Rock Vixen. And you may have heard bits and pieces of this before because this just recently went viral on Facebook and in several places across Reddit. Because what this person did is gonna make your blood boil. So it all started on Sunday, May 26. I was flying back home from Texas where I was at my girlfriend's sister's wedding. We had a layover in Vegas before our one hour flight back to Sacramento. I land in Vegas and I get reception. That's when my roommate calls me and tells me how the door to our backyard gate was busted open and my beautiful husky wolf mix was missing. That dog is everything to me. She's three years old now and I've had her since she was two months old. She's been with me through all my breakups, my layoffs, and my evictions. She was my only friend when all my other friends believed the rumors my ex said about me. Anyways, she's gone and I get home to start doing the usual, putting up flyers, offering a reward, and notifying every shelter, vet, and her chip company of her disappearance. I put notices on every lost and found page and suddenly it starts to go viral on Facebook. A lot of people really wanted to help me find my dog and I had eyes everywhere. I wake up one day to a Craigslist ad with a picture of an unknown girl hugging my dog with the ad titled Found Husky sent to me by a friend of mine so I contact the ad maker. So I'm gonna take a pause here to show the Instagram post that the thief posted. This picture actually made it to r slash I am a total piece of doo-doo. The universe sent me this pretty female dog today. Hashtag she's beautiful. Hashtag husky. So by the universe sent it to you, do you really mean you broke into someone's house and stole it? Anyways, back to the story. The lady was nice and explained how she didn't find my dog, but a friend of hers on Instagram found her. She watched her post pictures on Instagram and brag about how the universe brought me this beautiful female dog. She sent me screenshots of her Instagram and all the pictures she posted of my dog. She then tells me, I don't know her personally, but she is a fellow escort. It turns out the girl who has my dog is an escort. So she messaged the girl to tell her that she found the owner of the dog and she full deletes all posts about my dog and blocks the ad maker. So I think, all right, this is already viral. Game on, female dog. I get all the people who have been searching, including my detective aunt, and we make a hunt. I file a police report and they are down to bust this chick but I have to find where she is and where she's holding my dog for them to do anything, which is pretty useless. I get people to start contacting one another and we found her legal name, all the addresses she is tied to, including her boyfriend, mom, stepdad, possibly dad, and stepmom's info. We even found two warrants for her arrest. She was charged with petty theft, hit and run involving property damage, lying to a peace officer, and possession of contraband. After I found that info, including her being an escort, which is illegal where I'm from, we had her. I dug up all her info, including emails and phone numbers, with her escort phone number. So I call this woman to confront her, and she starts yelling at me about how I'm harassing and threatening her. This is the first time I've ever talked to the woman. 
and how she was going to press charges on me. She then said she brought my dog to a shelter. She also told me which shelter two days prior. I confirmed that wasn't true. Meanwhile, I'm gathering all the proof I have that this dog is mine, which is three years of timestamped photos with me and the dog, and the chip information that my dog is registered with and her being in my name with the chip company. She's told this and still refuses to give her back by saying, I'm afraid to give the dog back because the owner is threatening me, which I never did, and I have proof of that. So now she's on blast on Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit as well. I'll provide with more edits later. Update, so I'm not sure what more I can really do. The court fees to even try and get this female dog is gonna break my bank, and I already spent over a grand trying to find my dog. Then, even trying to find and serve her with the court may not work because the cops will only try three times before they say, Welp, you're on your own. And then, I would have to hire a private investigator. I'm not sure what to do besides blast her so hard this ends up on every news station and radio station in the Sacramento region. Update again. Oh boy, so check this out. The girl that stole my dog was with another girl when they found my dog. And boy does the plot thicken. They're both escorts. So the girl that stole my dog, let's call her Blonde Thief, and the girl she was with, we'll call her Red Haired Thief. Blonde Thief left for San Francisco to work. She came back home early to find Red Haired Thief was sleeping with Blonde Haired Thief's boyfriend. And it gets better, mate. Red-haired thief beat blonde-haired thief's butt, which involved the cops in a public police report. Boyfriend was taken to jail for domestic violence, and so did red-haired thief. Now that this was public record, I looked up the incident. Sadly, there was no house address when I looked it up. I'll keep you updated. Final update. The red-haired thief contacted me and told me the blonde-haired thief took my dog to her dad's house. So I went detective and looked up who her dad is. I got his legal name, Facebook, and phone number. I get a car with a beefy friend of mine and drive one hour to Valley Springs to where her dad lives. We pull up to the property and there is my dog running up to the fence to greet me. I open the gate and she tackles me. I put her in the car and call the cops. They arrive and do their best to get him to answer the door, but the police chalk it up to him not being home. They take my statement and I explain everything down to each fine detail, including the escort in question having a record. They said they will be catching the father and I will be pressing charges for animal endangerment and grand theft. She will also be adding a third warrant on her record. So glad it's over. And my dog is so happy to see me again every day. (laughs) OP, I think I've seen this movie. OP is literally Jane Wick. Also, to make this story even more touching, I went back through Jane Wick's posting history and literally every single post she made on Reddit before this story was pictures of her cute pupper. She is clearly a deeply caring dog owner who loves her pupper. Aww. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go spend some time hugging Hugo. Our next Reddit story is from Twilling8. My first car was a 1984 Jeep CJ7. 
A pretty sweet ride for a dirt poor teenager in the 90s. I was working midnights at a gas station and loaned it to my brother who was taking a date to a party. I got a call around 1am from my brother who told me he left the keys in the jeep and it was stolen. I was devastated. I was still on the phone with my brother when the thieves pulled my jeep into my gas station to fill up on gas. As luck would have it, the gas gauge on my Jeep was broken and always read empty. And I worked at the only 24-hour gas station in the area. I pressed the silent alarm and proceeded to fill up my Jeep. It was a full-serve station. When the thieves were out of the Jeep, I saw an opportunity to slip the key out of the ignition and into my pocket. They paid for the gas and argued amongst each other who had the keys last. The delay was enough for the police to arrive. I had to explain the story to the officer half a dozen times before he understood. The thieves had this stunned look of disbelief on their faces I'll never forget. The cops were belly laughing telling the story to dispatch. All the while, the thieves sat in cuffs in the back of the squad car. The story made most of the major newspapers the following day. So essentially what these thieves did is stole the guy's car, filled it up with gas form, and then returned it. Thanks guys. Who said there's no honor among thieves? Our next Reddit post is from Ergotronomatic. I was hit by a car while riding my bicycle. My backpack exploded and stuff was thrown everywhere. Witnesses helped me gather everything and police showed up. Someone took a bunch of pictures of the scene on their phone while EMS and police did their thing. Not a bad accident, only bumps and scrapes. Bike was destroyed though. When they asked for my phone number so they could text the pics to me, I realized I didn't have my phone. In fact, it was nowhere. I call my wife using a witness's phone and she's hysterical. Someone stole my phone and was texting her saying, I found this guy's phone at a car accident and he has a lot of calls and texts to use so I'm trying to get his phone back to him, but I need 50 bucks. Looks like he buys a lot of stuff on Amazon so he can afford 50. YOLO! Now, I was at the accident site for over an hour and these texts were all sent during that time. So after calming my wife down, we play along and find that this moron who is extorting me from my phone works at some burger place downtown. She gave us the address and said I can come in to make the exchange. She can't afford to miss work but needs money ASAP or the phone gets pawned. Yeah, I showed up with the police who responded to the accident. The girl was furious, yelling about how she deserves a reward for finding my phone, etc. I pressed charges. I was beyond pissed at the whole situation, but eventually dropped them when I found out that she was fired for her conduct. So yeah, F YOLO. Also, I now lock my phone. And then we have a brilliant recap from Nathaniel820 down in the comments. I have your phone. Send me money or you're not getting it back. Okay, can I drop off the cash at your work? Yeah, sure, man. 29457 Burger Joint Road. Don't bring the cops, please. Yeah, okay, I'll be there soon. And then a reply from Shoestring30. A couple years ago, someone tried to extort money in return for my phone. The guy gave me his home address. My buddy was like, let's just go over there. If it's just some guy, we take it back. 
We get there. It's just some random, decent place, decent neighborhood. I ask to see my phone. Once he hands it to me, I just turn and walk away. He's yelling about money. I just yell F off over my shoulder and keep walking. People like these are why the phrase criminally stupid was invented. Our next Reddit post is from Red23011. This happened several years ago. I was working for a small medical supply company as the IT manager. Business was bad and eventually the IT department had to downsize to just me. During this time, they brought in a new chief financial officer that I had to report directly to. Let's call her Pam. Pam had zero knowledge of IT and how things worked. Her motto was, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. PC and server life cycles didn't exist. We don't have to pay for licensing to keep our firewall updated. It's working just fine now. I went from having an annual budget to a wish list, which she would deny everything I asked for. The couple that owned the company were real pieces of garbage too. One time, we had a quarterly meeting and people were asking about how secure their jobs were. The owner said that nobody was getting laid off and that our jobs were all secure. This was at 5 p.m. on a Wednesday. The very next morning at 9 o'clock, they laid off six people. At noon, one of the owners showed up to show off the Escalade that he had just purchased that morning. During the first six months that Pam was there, she started firing everyone that worked for the old CFO and replaced them with her friends and family. Three of her bridesmaids from her wedding a few years prior got hired to replace those that she fired. I knew I was on borrowed time. After she'd been there for nine months, I was the only one left out of what was about a dozen people that worked for the old CFO. I knew my time was running out. I'd been looking for work, but the 2009 crash just happened and the job market in my area went south quickly. Sure enough, she called me into HR and blindsided me with an entirely trumped up charge that she claimed happened the day before. I was working with the VP of sales on a project that entire day, so I had a witness. I asked to bring him in since my boss was lying and was told, this is not about him, this is about you. Remember kids, HR is there to protect the business, not do what is right or legal in some cases. Needless to say, I knew my days were numbered. The next morning, I got introduced to an IT expert who just happens to be Pam's 21-year-old nephew. He was to shadow me and evaluate everything that I did to see if we could streamline any processes. In other words, they wanted me to train him to do my job. I quickly learned that this kid had absolutely no knowledge of IT. He's the kid people think is an IT expert because he can hook up a PlayStation to the TV. He didn't even know how to join a PC to a domain. So I knew what had to be done. The inventory, billing, and shipping and receiving were all run by scripts that I created on the server. They were all run using the domain admin account. I raised quite a fuss about giving him the domain admin account in front of Pam and him. I then loudly proclaimed that I was going to change the password to it since you can't have people who don't work for the company to have admin access to our network. I was overruled and was told to give it to him. I complied, but I also showed him multiple times how to change passwords on the domain. I even had him write it down to make sure that he could do it. 
I really stress the importance of changing the admin password and deleting his local account the second he is no longer consulting with us. I showed him a few things, but nothing in regards to what really made the company run that day. There wasn't enough time in a year to bring this kid up to speed on how to run that place due to his complete ignorance of IT. I come into work the next day, and sure enough, I was let go because her nephew had found my skills lacking in many areas. I collect my last paycheck and head home. The next morning, I get a call from the CFO and owners. Apparently, her nephew wasn't quite up to speed on everything we did there, and she was graciously offering to pay me my regular salary to come in as a consultant and get her nephew up to speed on the IT infrastructure. I told her that I was now an independent contractor, and if she wanted my services, I was going to charge her 200 bucks per hour, with a 250 hour minimum. At that point, she told me that she was going to call the police and have me arrested for what I did if I didn't come in and fix everything. My response was, just so we're clear, you fired me, replaced me with a completely unqualified idiot, and now you're threatening to call the cops on me if I don't come in and fix what he did? I'll hold. Please call the police and let me know what they said. She started cursing at me and hung up the phone. Turns out her nephew did actually learn something from me. He changed the admin password after I'd left. The one that ran all the scripts for inventory, billing, shipping, and ordering. According to some of my coworkers, the place was dead in the water for several days until they could get a real consultant in to go through the documentation that I had created to fix the issue. The nephew was immediately fired and Pam was gone within a month. That was r slash pro revenge and if you enjoyed this video please hit that subscribe button because I am getting closer and closer to 1 million subs and I want that golden play button so badly. We'll be back with more r slash content right after this short break. Welcome to r slash pro revenge where a cheaters online video game account worth thousands of dollars gets completely destroyed. This Reddit post comes to us from OSiriousB19. My boyfriend and I had met online well over six years ago through an online game by the name of RuneScape. He was 14 and I was 17, but it had felt like we had been friends forever. We both played the game very often and connected through it, eventually leading us to start a long distance relationship. Things began to escalate as the years went on and we began seeing each other in person every few months or so. We were about 1,500 miles apart. So one of the main priorities for the future was moving in together and closing this distance. My job had prevented us from doing that, but we had finally set a date for me to move in with him in December of this year. Our relationship never had any serious issues and I was more than happy to have him in my life as he was happy to have me. As I got older, I began to play RuneScape less and less as work took up most of my time. He continued to play regularly, if not more than he had when I first met him. He could never really hold down a job and barely had an income, but I supported him throughout the years and even paid his rent from across the country after he moved out of his parents' house a few years ago. I never really minded because he was a sweetheart, but we began to have problems. In November of last year, I couldn't help pay his monthly rent. 
I was short on cash after having to pay my own living expenses alongside car repairs and bills I owed to the state, and I just couldn't afford to support him at that time. When I called him one night to discuss it, he freaked out and started crying that he didn't want to live with his parents again. I tried calming him down and even suggesting that I could help him find a temporary job until I could start providing for him again, but he wasn't having it. He claimed his parents would abuse him if he returned home, which I know for a fact isn't true because him and his parents have stayed with me several times. They've given him the world. I eventually did calm him down, but he remained passive aggressive the entire night and we eventually hung up. Because I cared about him, I reached out to his father the next day and informed him that he would probably be moving back home after his lease expired that month. I explained how I wouldn't be able to afford paying for his living for a month or two and if there were any local jobs he could work in order to, you know, make an income. Apparently, a friend of his father needed help managing a small warehouse for his business and was looking to potentially hire my boyfriend for the season. It paid 15 bucks an hour and was super easy. Lifting boxes, sweeping the floors, and taking inventory. I brought it up with my boyfriend that same night and he was not having it. Not only did he not want to work in a sucky warehouse, but he didn't want to work at all. All he planned to do, day in, day out, was play RuneScape. I brought up a few other job listings I'd found in the area and he immediately shot all of them down as well. He then had the audacity to comment about how he thinks I should work harder and possibly work a second job. I kept my composure and simply argued against it until we eventually hung up. I collapsed on my bed and cried for a good hour or two afterwards because of the intense emotional stress I was under. Not only do I work 8 hours a day, 6 days a week, I'm also an industrial meteorologist. If I remember correctly, that's a lot more work than playing RuneScape every day and using my Hulu account. I really considered breaking up with him right that moment, but I changed my mind and decided to give him another chance. Looking back on it, big mistake. I messaged him throughout the night and we sort of made up, but I was still a little uneasy about the entire event. He had moved back with his parents by the time December had come, and I began to help him look for jobs while he wasted his life away playing video games. I eventually persuaded him to start working at a small retail store near his house, and he thankfully began to make some money. I would still buy him video games and transfer him money like normal because I spoiled him, and our relationship began to feel somewhat okay again. Last month, both him and I put our money together to fly him across the US to stay with me for four days. We hadn't seen each other in person since last summer, so we were both looking forward to it. He arrived and we had a great time for the first few days because he could actually take me on dates for once with his new income. Everything was perfect until I caught a glimpse of his phone's lock screen while he was taking a shower. When are you going to leave her? The Discord message read. I could have run into the bathroom and snapped his neck in that moment, but I kept myself together as best as I could without killing him. I had never felt so used, disrespected, or hated in my entire life. When he came out of the bathroom, I gave him a fake smile, but I genuinely hated him from that moment on. 
He could have dropped dead on the floor and I would have spit on him. I spent the remainder of the night watching him play RuneScape and I remained very quiet. He took notice of this and asked me if everything was okay. And I lied and told him I was fine. When it came time to go to sleep, I let that effort climb into bed with me and he tried initiating hugging passionately because it was our final night together. I rejected as politely as I could without tearing his member completely off. He was disappointed but went out like a light. Immediately after he went to sleep, I reached over and unplugged his phone and started digging through his messages with that girl. I feared that I had misinterpreted the message I had seen, but I was completely right after all. Not only had he been cheating on me, but he had been doing so for nearly six months, leading me to believe that he hooked up with another girl directly after I couldn't pay for his living in November. I scrolled through probably 100,000 messages and wanted to vomit my insides out by the end of it. He had talked trash about me, claimed I was emotionally abusive, just as he had done with his parents, and even sent this girl my nudes so they could pick me apart physically. When morning came, I had slept in because of how late I was up reading his messages. I woke up to find him on my computer playing RuneScape and eating my food. It was like all of our relationship had been wiped from my mind and he was now an evil stranger sitting in my house. I wanted to scream at him. I wanted to tear him apart and kick him out of my house onto the street, but I didn't. In fact, I gave him as much love and attention as I could muster that morning because I wanted to leave things feeling normal between us. I dropped him off at the airport and we had a quick and somber goodbye before I left him forever, unbeknownst to him. I drove back home as calmly as I could before crying my eyes out in a mix of complete anger and emotional pain. I ended up kicking my bed frame so hard that the wood split and I had to buy another one recently. If only it were his face. I wanted to break his heart by the time he arrived back home, but I wanted it to really hurt. I logged into our joint RuneScape account that we had made several years ago, where him and I would work on training the same account and raising it almost like our baby. We had always joked that if we were to ever split up, he would take half of the account's bank contents and I would take the rest. I took my half and transferred it to my main account before taking his half and giving it away to random people throughout the game. Every last bit of it. Even items I couldn't normally trade away, I used a spell to convert the items into coins, which I then gave away as well. The bank was now empty. It then occurred to me that I had the credentials to his main account written down in my desk, as he would frequently have me train his farming skill every so often. I didn't hesitate at all and logged into his precious 14-year-old RuneScape account. I immediately took all of the contents of his bank and sold it all on the Grand Exchange, a marketplace in the game. It took an extremely long time to clear out his bank, but he would still be flying home for another four hours, so I had plenty of time. By the time I had destroyed everything, I had four stacks of coins totaling over 8.5 billion. Now, what to spend it on? Hmm... I wanted to waste his life earnings on the most useless, stupid thing I could think of besides him. 
I logged back into my main account to reach out to a friend of mine that collects massive stacks of burnt food. For the unaware, burnt food in RuneScape has no use. You can't unburn them, eat them, or even sell them on the Grand Exchange. They are, however, tradable amongst players. I've always poked fun at this guy for collecting burnt food, but I was now more thankful than ever to make his acquaintance in my revenge. <laughs> I asked him <laughs> I asked him what the most obscure unwanted item was of the burnt food variety, and he replied, burnt spider. Lo and <laughs> Lo and behold, he had roughly 6,000 of them. Spider on shaft, parentheses, burnt, in his bank that he was willing to sell me. Feeling generous with my ex-boyfriend's coins, I gave my friend a full stack of 2.147 billion coins and left a very happy customer. <laughs> I dropped the 6,083 burnt spiders in his bank, but still had about 6 billion coins left to spend. With the remaining money, I decided to treat myself. I went onto the Grand Exchange and ended up going on a shopping spree. The first thing I bought were 100 bonds. If you're not familiar, a bond in RuneScape grants you 14 days of in-game membership. After trading all 100 bonds to my account, I now have almost four years of membership paid for me. I spent a majority of his coin on extremely nice armor and weapons, all of which went straight into my account. He still had about an extra billion, so I spent it on the supplies I needed to level up an expensive skill of mine. By the end of the afternoon, he was left with a measly 150,000 coins in his bank, all of which I gave away to a guy cooking pizzas outside of the exchange. Nothing was left, so I decided to pick up a pile of bones off the ground and leave it solely in his bank. It might sound petty, but I laughed for a while. Now, I know what you're thinking. This is so cruel. You ruined the tens of thousands of hours he had put into the game. Well, it was time he learned that I can be a jerk. A mean jerk. On top of spending every last coin he ever made, I leveled his defense skill. This may not sound bad. In fact, it sounds like a good thing. I helped his account progress, right? Well, no. Unfortunately for my ex, he had what players commonly refer to as a pure account, meaning he never ever dared to level his defense skill from level 1 in order to keep the lowest defense stats but have high offensive stats. Well, not anymore. Have fun with your permanent level 6 defense. Cycling through hundreds of possible forms of revenge in my head, I settled on getting rid of his house. It's quite an achievement in RuneScape to have a nice house of your own. In fact, he had one of the nicest I had ever seen in the game. In order to have built it, he must have spent well over a few billion coins. Too bad I had assembled it all in a matter of minutes, deleting it all into cyberspace. And there's no insurance either. He's going to have to rebuy everything with his non-existent money if he wants a new house. Bye bye, Casa de Cheater. Scrolling through his friends list, I decided to act as him and pay a visit to his friends who were currently online and admit that I cheated on my girlfriend and was fully proud of it. If his friends hadn't removed him by that point, I removed them. All of them. 
Lastly, to add a beautiful little cherry to this revenge-filled cake, I changed his username. You're able to change your username once a month on RuneScape. So I changed it to let everyone know that he's a dirty cheater. I obviously won't drop his username here, but I did the best I could to embarrass him with a 12 character limit. He should be able to reclaim his previous username in about three weeks, but if he waits too long, I'll be able to swipe it and slap it on a throwaway account of mine forever. He sent me a very hateful and aggressive message later that night, followed by pictures of him crying. I wrote him a sincere message officially ending the relationship, while also scaring him away by threatening to take him to court over sharing my nudes and possibly filing a cease and desist if he were to contact me anytime soon. I don't plan on doing any of that. I just don't want to speak to him ever again. So if you're wondering just how much all that in-game currency was worth, Panzer Camping Wagon down in the comments reveals, to anyone who's unfamiliar with RuneScape, 8.5 billion gold pieces in-game represents a real-world value of well in excess of $5,000. And then Custody's 13 provides some context on why that defense skill was so catastrophic. <laughs> Holy cow. Fan-effing-tastic. To all of those who have never played RuneScape or don't know much about it, the sweetest part of this whole thing is OP leveling his defense. He could get the 8.5 billion back. He could buy it outright, honestly. But you can't unlevel a skill. There is nothing you can do to screw that specific kind of account harder than leveling the defense. If he wants it back how it was now, he has to start a new account. Quite metaphorically, the final nail in the coffin. Beautiful. Bravo. If this subreddit were simply called r slash revenge, then the story would be about OP simply deleting the account. But this is r slash pro revenge, where OP systematically dismantles 14 years of this cheater's hard work. That was r slash pro revenge, and speaking of complete destruction, Yugo has been in the process of completely destroying the Yugo plushie that I got him from my brand new merchandise store. If you want to support me, this channel, and Yugo, please check out my merch store through the link in the description of this video.